Hey everybody, this is Millennial Producer Tony preempting the podcast for a quick little message. Just wanted to let everybody know that since the holidays are coming up and this episode comes out on Black Friday, that we have got a store page up on the website now. Go check out some of our merch if you want to support us a little bit and uh, wear some cool swag or gift something for somebody for the holidays. We got shirt, we got a mug, we got a hoodie. So uh, go check it out podcastxyz.podbean.com and show off your love for the podcast. Yeah, you you always just sound sort of like a dick. All right. Uh, yeah, she thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Firmly in the middle. From what? Can't wait to find out. I feel like that would really do it. Yes, it's always yes. It's always yes, you want to do this. All right. If, per- if permissible by law. Nothing. Oh, is that your little instrument? <laughs> well, almost legal. This is 17. Welcome to the XYZ Podcast. I am Millennial Producer Tony. <laughs> Joining me, as always, are Gen X Brian. Hello, everybody. And Gen Z Winston. Oh, what it do? All credits what? go to Joshua Stewart. <clears throat> <laughs> Did you guys work out a royalty deal? Yeah. Yes. yeah. He's like, I need, I need 25 cents every time you say that. Exactly. Give me money, please. Yeah, that's, that's better than streaming royalties, right? I mean, they only I get like pennies. You, you put right, me in a 360 deal or a contract. It's it's terrible. Yeah, I mean, you just imagine that though. You like write the song of the summer, and you like <laughs> millions of streams. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that translates to in dollars, though. Yeah, who but knows? Then, uh, <laughs> when people buy music now, and I'm I'm looking mainly at you, Winston. Um, uh-huh. Do they okay. are pe- do people buy albums anymore? Do people give a rip about an entire album, or is it just like the single that's on the radio? I could have sworn we had this conversation, right? Well then, clearly, like, I forgot the answer. <laughs> it was it. It would have been like episode one. I feel like because we talked about K-pop albums, right? Um, right. Well, we well, okay. K-pop excluded because we we gotta we gotta talk about K-pop in a little bit anyway. It's and, so funny you said that because I wore the appropriate shirt for it today. It's a Born Pink tour. Can't uh, see it because if I flipped. if I walked past you in say the mall, I would be like that dude shopping at Victoria's Secret. That's that's what. That's what who it, knows? It's, it's Blackpink though. Is that who that is? Yes, it is Blackpink. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's a visual podcast again. But oh, jeez, man. Okay, there we go. He's got the yeah. concert T-shirt. Yeah, Blackpink. Blackpink and the four girls all they're all yeah. in pink. Just they are neither butt. black nor pink. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so awful. Oh, oh okay. I was, was mid beverage on that one. I, I don't um, think anybody in Black Sabbath was black or Jewish, so I think we're going to get away with it. I think it's fine. <laughs> okay, so wait, we were talking about albums. Does anybody buy an actual? Yeah, album right. For... Is, or, I mean, down when I, I guess a download. Like when when an album comes out, mm-hmm. you know, accepting like say Beyonce or Taylor Swift, which mm-hmm. obviously people are listening to the whole album. But is like like say who's your who's your latest song that do people care about albums anymore? Is what I'm what yeah, I'm asking. Yeah, I I would say so. Um, maybe it's because I've been listening to a little too much K-pop, but they'll come out with a single. And it'll like it'll be a really popular single, and then they'll attach that single to says album, and then whatever album that they're releasing, the main, the very first track is gonna be the title track of the album, and then once you buy the album, once you listen to the album, all of the other track is really what you're tuning in for. So okay, so K K pop yeah. excluded because I okay K pop excluded that's more, uh, yeah. devoted fan base. It depends if it's an artist that I don't really like, but it's like if they have a new song out, then I would just listen to the singular song and I'm not going to go listen to their whole album or buy their album for any reason, because it's just like, I don't really care about that person. I don't really like their music. So it's just like, I'm not going to bother with it. You know what I mean? Okay. So say you hear a song or a a, a snippet of a song on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you then go and download the whole album? No. Yeah. I'm just no. going to look up that one song because, I mean, you have the ability to do so nowadays, right? It's, it's, what if so. they, I mean, what if they have a million other great songs, though, that you've never heard of? Well, that's being based off of how I feel off of that one song alone, though. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to put on, say, Harry Style, I'm like, oh, it's, it's a Harry Style song. Never listened to One Direction, but I like Harry Style. His voice sounds cool. Okay, I'll go ahead and listen to some of his other songs, maybe off of that same album that that song is on. Or... But it's it's all based on your your uh, finding out more is all based on what that little snippet of TikTok exactly yeah wow. and that's it's so funny you said that that's how I 
got into Kanye West, which is weirdly enough. Uh, Kanye West had a song that went, I mean, it's Kanye. So one of the songs went viral kind of in 2016, 2017 off of the Life of the Pablo album. And then I listened to it. That was my first time listening to Kanye. I'm like, he's freaking good. I love Kanye. And so I started going through all of his song and then I listened to his entire discography that way. And okay. it's, yeah, it's not like, it's not like I'm just going to listen to the one song and then that'll be it, you know? I think we're missing an obvious question here, which is, do you buy an album or are you buying music? I know you buy K-pop stuff and we're, again, we're excluding that. Yeah. But if it's you hear, <laughs> if you hear a good hit from an artist that you've never heard of, it's just, it's mm-hmm. a new artist on the scene mm-hmm. and you go, I really like this song. You go listen to some of their other stuff. You go, I really like this album. Are you buying the album or are you just going to stream it? I'm just going to stream it. Like there there's no, there's no incentive for me to go buy non K-pop albums. So there's, it's just, there's no, there's no trading cards inside. There's no, exactly. There's no trading card. There's no photo books and stuff Dang. like that. And yeah. And that's, that's mainly why I don't buy anything other than K-pop albums. Cause it's just like. What am I going to do? I have a freaking photo book of Kanye West. And actually, that would be kind of cool. I would love that. <laughs> See, but... That's why no one's buying cereal anymore, because there's no prizes. No prizes. Exactly. I didn't. Man, I didn't realize that happened. I mean, I never. Yeah. I, I mean, I can honestly say there were times that I, I bought cereal based 100% on what the prize in the box was. I had awesome like light up lightsaber spoons or they had That's color so changing cool. spoons. You put them in yeah. milk and they change color. There was so much cool stuff that was just like, and it's free. Yeah. I got cereal and a toy. It's great. <laughs> on. They realized they realized they could make way more money once they got rid of the toy. And I think that's what it was. Cut cost. It's it sucks though. Cause I again I, like I mentioned last episode, I really did like the little maze with the metal ball that you can freaking yeah. throw around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of cost cutting, I saw apparently the the army over on Reddit, people are starting to get up in arms because they feel that they're uh being cheated about the stuffing inside Oreos. Oh, really? Yeah, Don't even Oreo. start me on that. There's certain <laughs> things. Absolutely. A standard Oreo Don't is strong feelings on so this. much <laughs> listen again. <laughs> Junk food man coming through. Make way. (laughs) There's so less icing in a standard Oreo now. And then you go, we've got Oreo thins. I go, what? What? (laughs) Who (laughs) will buy that? Who's buying that? It's like, get the microscope out. I think there's some cream in the middle. But it's just like, there's, there's, I would venture half as much icing in the middle of an Oreo as there used to be. And a double stuff Oreo is closer to what a standard Oreo used to be. Really? And that's why they, and that's why they make the mega stuffs now because it's, is it too much? (laughs) Probably, but I'm a fat hog and I'll eat them. I don't care. Give me a slate. But that's so funny that you said that because like ever since I've known Oreo, it's always been that size. Like that's why I'm like, I never knew it was a big deal at all. Start looking at other stuff. Reese cups, candy bars in general. There's there was some comedian who was has a, a well-known clip from going on Conan talking about Cadbury cream eggs and has physical proof. He's like, I love these things. <laughs> I buy them. I stock up on Easter. I he's like, I found one from a few years ago hiding in the back of the freezer, and it is significantly smaller. <laughs> the new that like this year's model is significantly smaller than what they used to be. Oh yeah. And, yeah, it's like, I mean, and here's the fi- it's not just ranting anymore. Here is the proof. <laughs> but yeah, I just saw that about the Oreos because I guess enough people are getting mad about it. Because yeah, they're they're but I guess the makers of Oreo are like, no, we didn't change anything for real. And people are like, <laughs> you know, people are taking to the internet going, Yeah, that's what they said though, that the double stuff is now like a regular one. Yep, and it's that's, that's why hilarious. I don't buy anything less than a double stuff anymore because it's not <laughs> worth it. But the double stuff doesn't have a lot of flavors. I like the flavor ones. Like I like the mint Oreos. I'll give now, you the mint, flavored, but... the the flavored ones tend to have a little bit more than a standard Oreo. They're closer oh, okay. to what and you go, oh, this is what they kind of used to be like. This is closer. Yeah. Do you guys uh, do you guys like the, the golden the golden Oreos? Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, I think it's I mean, terrible. Yeah, I, I wouldn't buy those on purpose. Yeah, no, seriously, it's, it's like, like well, you know the story of Oreo, right? No, there's that a lore, Oreo lore. Oreos a knockoff of what? Hydrox. Oreos. Oreos are not original. Hydrox cookies are the original. Hold on, I gotta look it up. And nothing. There's gonna be a certain subgroup of people that are gonna agree with me here. <laughs> nothing springs to mind quicker than Hydrox and 
red fruit punch in a Dixie cup for me. Because <laughs> like it was the the snack combo of vacation Bible schools everywhere <laughs> in my day. And it's just like they'd sit a bunch of a bunch of like five and six year olds down and go, it's snack time. And here's knockoff sandwich cookies and red drink. I guess I'm dipping these into red drink because that's well, what that's I got. Crazy. Number yeah. five there. Yeah. So I saw it. It's, good. it's, it was, it's not it, bad. It was it's it was marketing though. Why Oreos took over, man. It was better marketing. Yeah. Is that is that what it was? Because I was a better say, product. This, Hydrox this... Hydrox sucks. In what way though? <laughs> like is the cream? It's worse? just it's imagine if you had an Oreo and then you went to the dollar store and bought dollar store <laughs> Oreos. That's what a Hydrox cookie tastes like. You go, <laughs> I don't know what they did, but it's this is not right. <laughs> it's not right. That's hilarious. I think they just have more sugar in the Oreos one, but the packaging does look a lot cooler. So I think that's probably it. Right. Can you it's still like, get Hydrox cookies in the in the supermarket? Oh yeah, they're oh, still yeah. around. Hydrox still brand, around. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have a they have the little slogan. It says uh, the original the original cream filled chocolate sandwich cookie. It says we were here first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. And then in the, the corner, in the corner, there's an American flag that said "proudly made in the USA." Just so you can be a real patriot eating it. <laughs> well, speaking of cereals, normally we start these episodes by going, "What is everybody drinking?" Um, oh yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm beverageless, I've, so I, I, don't, I didn't ask. What what do you have there? What is that? I've is that got vodka, three olives, fruit, fruit loop flavored vodka. That's crazy. In in salute to Winston, <laughs> but I also I also have a glass of uh, seasonal apple cider. Did you put the fruit loops vodka inside the seasonal apple cider? No, I'm about to just take a shot. Oh, <laughs> it's it's good. fruit loop flavored vodka. Like to smell it smells like a box of Fruit Loops. It kind of tastes like fingernail polish. Like <laughs> it's it's real paint thinner, paint thinner for alcohol, <laughs> but it is pretty good. All right, man. Well, cheers. Cheers to you. What are you drinking, Brian? Uh, I got a water. I, uh, me too. I got a cup yeah. of aqua too. Look I don't even Tony. have a boxed water. It's just it's just straight out of the straight out of the filtered tap. That's what I have. Yeah. You're, You're making t- me look bad by being the only drinker now. Well, yeah, trust me, if we go back on the podcast, I'm sure I've got that title knocked down, <laughs> locked down for for uh, solo beverage outings. But yeah, uh, solo beverage outing is hilarious. <laughs> it just seems like, like a you're good an alcoholic. <laughs> it's a good band name. No, solo I always beverage say, outing. I agree. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But no, I, I always I think an alcoholic is somebody who hides vodka in a coffee mug at 10 a.m. That's an alcoholic is somebody that buy Fruit Loop flavors vodka. <laughs> <laughs> said to the man who drinks almost never <laughs> that's true that's true that's true yeah but i did i did we were we, we veered away uh, i guess i guess beverages and cereal is always a good topic but um from from k-pop yeah and 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 winston had had some interesting things to say about the twitter army in k-pop oh yeah that's right yeah we were gonna talk about that okay it's not every day you get you get a fan base's army uh you know uh, yeah after okay. so long story short um <laughs> i don't i haven't t- I, have, give us I haven't the full, full story okay like i only told you i got canceled on twitter this is uh so this is shortly after we released the uh the videotape episode so i'm like i'm very the glad they didn't find, yeah i'm very glad they didn't find my face on the internet because i feel like they would have doxxed me for sure um <laughs> so never, never so it all sits <laughs> right in this conversation conversation is going to be the downfall of me it's going to lead to it it all started with like there's a there's a video game that i play called league of legends and league of legends every year around this time is doing their world championship where teams from across the country or the world is going to play each other for a championship hang on and then let me interject for the old people uh-huh. This is called esports. Like e-sports, actually yes. easy <laughs> people that competitively play video games in yep. huge tournaments. And they yeah. fill, they pack it's arenas packed. for this. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's oh, like I, it seems fake to me, but I'll I have seen enough footage <laughs> that I gotta believe it. It's like a small scale World Cup every year. It's really nice. Anyway. Um <laughs> and the athletes have neck beards and bear bellies. Funny <laughs> enough, they don't. They're like well, Freaking, especially especially all the Korean ones, they look like freaking models. Like they had a uh, one of the t- the remaining team had a uh, polo uh, sponsorship, so they were like dressed up. They were on the cover, GQ, and everything. These are keyboard athletes we're talking about. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so is it like uh, is it like the Olympics? Like like you have different countries? 
Yeah. So no, you have different countries, but within those countries, you have multiple different teams. And instead of it's like, oh, we're going to send all of our best player from each country to play each other. It's only the best team in each of the country playing each other. So you get maybe the top four or top three. It's weird. I don't pay attention enough to their esports scene to really understand the qualifying um, stuff to, to get into the world. That's fine. I just wanted to explain though, because I'm sure yeah. a lot of people don't know what esports. <laughs> right. I, I didn't. You know? Right. So every year, Riot, the company that made League of Legends, the game, they commission a band or an artist to make a anthem for that year championship. And so this year, last year they had Lil Nas X, which didn't turn out too well. Everyone hated the song. So this year they were like, <laughs> they were like, we need to get people to tap in into the ceremony, into this championship, and you know, because at the final of the championship, they're gonna have the actual artists come out and perform on stage. So this year they were like, we need people to watch the championship. This year is taking place in Korea, so they got one of the biggest K-pop band in the world at the moment, not Blackpink, but uh, this group named New Jeans. Um, New Jeans is a five-girl group. Half of them are like minors, so like one is sixteen, one's fourteen, <laughs> and then the other three are eighteen and Why nineteen. Why you feel the need to qualify that? It's, just, it's gonna, it's about to get weird when you go. You got a, a, a no, no, an arena of men watching esports cheering for. Them. Well, no, the reason why I bring it up is because it correlates to their fan. Uh, that's why okay. I that's have to bring fan it up. Base. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so their fan base are rather young. Is is what I'm I'm trying to say. They released a song. I listened to the song the day it came out. I like New Jeans. Some of their music are really good. I, I don't I don't hate them. I actually support them because one of the girl in it is actually Vietnamese. So I'm all for New Jeans. Anyway, the song came out. I liked it. Whatever. I didn't bother to say anything on the internet about it. Then I saw Everybody, a... the new song. I like it. <laughs> right. And then uh, a few weeks ago, uh, another K-pop group of mine that I really like, La Seraphim, got a collaboration with Overwatch. And Overwatch is a video game, right? Yes. Is Overwatch a video game? mm -hmm, It's a video game. It's also, um, it's one of their, I think it might even be their esports scene. That's why they got this collaboration going. And so they invited La Seraphim to come over from Korea to California to perform a concert at their championship game also. That's pretty cool. I like La Seraphim a lot. That's one of my favorite group, even more than New Jeans. One of these big YouTuber guy that I follow for League of Legends stuff, uh, retweeted the La Seraphim event and goes, uh, is Riot having competition, right? The people that hire new jeans. I then thought it was a, it was normal for me to go in the comment and say, oh, I really thought that Riot should have went with La Seraphim for the World Championship song because it fit their style and, and status more. You're talking and, uh, the, the La Seraphim, the group's style the, seems to yeah. fit more with the mm-hmm. game than... New jeans. With the game and also the song that New Jeans had released, because the mm. song was really like produced by Riot, which is New Jeans singing it, and that's okay. how it is every year. Because the style is mature, it's dark, it's like it's heavy, it's gritty. New Jeans are like they're known for Y two K stuff, like their fashion or Y two K. They like fairies and you know they're young and stuff. More and so poppy, music, yeah, more poppy and light. Um, but the Seraphim. It's an anagram for I'm Fearless. So it's all like these badass looking girls. And they, you know, their songs are a lot more uh, mature style. Anyway, I commented, I was like, oh, you know, I really think that La Seraphim should have done the song because it fits with their concept a lot more. And a lot, I got a lot of likes on it. A lot of people were just like, it's great. I think that's a good idea, right? A few people commented. This on Twitter, right? Like, yeah, this is on Twitter. A on few Twitter. people like replied X, to me. Sorry, X. X, X, yeah. <laughs> And then Whatever. a few people, <laughs> a few people replied to me and was like, "No, you're right. Like that's that's a great idea. That that's what should have happened." So I went along with my day. Nothing happened. And then five o'clock roll around. Exactly a five o'clock roll around. It's like all the kids got home from school. All the new jeans stand finally got <laughs> home from school. They just flood my inbox. Stop comparing. You're an idiot and stuff like this. And they just went at it. It was terrible. They were ripping me to shred. That's what you said was that that they should have I just I was like I just feel like the song the other group should have done the song. And what's worse is La Seraphim and New Jeans are essentially sister groups because mm-hmm. they are under the same label that BTS is under and that label created both of those groups. So I'm just like guys like I don't hate New Jeans. I like New Jeans. I just think personally, I just think that this would have fit with the Seraphim. Well, I'm sorry, your opinion is wrong, sir. <laughs> and that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It was just like, no, you're wrong. Like they can't sing all of this, all of that. It was just like, 
your opinion is wrong because why are you even comparing them like all of this and i was just like i started defending myself I'm like guys i don't i don't hate new jeans they're like then why are you comparing them i'm just like oh I my can win and so it was getting so bad to the point i remember i, I had to mute the tweet because it was just like constantly <laughs> flooding my inbox so i copied the link and then i i sent it to josh i was like Yo, bro, I think it got canceled on Twitter. And he <laughs> he looked he looked at the link and he was like, bro, there's 205 people reposting and talking shit about you while only 12 people like your tweets. And I was like, <laughs> it's awful. Like, I didn't even want to look at it. And so <clears throat> my curiosity got like the best of you, right? You can open your quote tweets and see what people were saying uh, about your tweet. And so at first, it was just a bunch of people shitting on me, like all these new jeans stands. And I was just like, all right, it's whatever. And then the Le Seraphim stand started getting on my ass too about it. I was just like, guys, <laughs> I thought you we were two gay. fan bases. Wait a second. Yeah. Was say, yeah. You, were, you were promoting or like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, they were like, they were like, stop comparing all of this. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I'm not comparing anything. I just feel like the song would have fit more. But, um, man, and it doesn't come to the internet, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. And, gatekeepers. And then, and then they were like they were like they got mad at my username too which is funny uh so the the group leader of uh the seraphim her name is uh chaewon i have my username as uh chaewon sure future okay. i put chaewon sure future husband no it's cool no it's not it's not my actual tag it's just the gotcha. name okay. yeah my display name <laughs> and i have it as chaewon future husband and they they got even more mad about that <laughs> They were just getting on my ass. And then they were like, wow. so then the Laceraphim stands were just like, this guy's a nobody. He's not even like friend with any of these like Laceraphim stand account. And I'm just like, guys, I don't give a fuck about like K pop Twitter. I'm like, I'm here to like retweet stupid anime stuff and then talk oh, about man. League of Legends. Like, and, and instead, you, you en enraged two fan bases of yeah, so, bands you like. Yeah, uh, both of them. And so I'm just like, okay, whatever. And then I I copied the I copied the link. I sent this to one of my friends who's actually was on K-pop Twitter back in the day. She was a BTS stan also. So what she do you mean was when you say K-pop Twitter, like just the corner of Twitter that is all yeah, K-pop. That's, okay, yeah, that's, that's totally I've, for K-pop. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. So I sent it to my friend, and then she looked at it and she was like, "Yeah, I can see why you're getting canceled." I was like, <laughs> "Bro, I, I was like, bro, I don't know anything enough about." k-pop to, to to be saying like these type of things i guess um, if you've got a fan if you're if you're in you got to be all in right? yeah so you gotta, yeah <laughs> but See, i'll say that, this <laughs> go ahead i was gonna say at that point in time i would have changed my username there to something worse it's uh, just like you're, you're already right. mad we're leaning in yeah <laughs> you're right you're right you know? I, well that's the thing i didn't want them to dox me because I, I i i don't put yeah. anything past like k-pop stands they're they're scary uh, they're as bad as like 4chan <laughs> I don't hate women. I just hate K-pop stands. <laughs> but Listen, it's, it's... I, I can understand this. Being a Star Wars fan and being yeah. on the internet, nothing irritates me more than the Star Wars fan base. Yeah. And it's I, awful. It, I hate it. And, and that's why, you... like, half of the time, I'm just like, guys, I can't talk to you guys. Like, I know you mm -hmm. like K-pop, but I can't talk to you about K-pop because you're not normal about it. You're obsessive about it. There are like, no casual K-pop fans, right? You can't, like, you know, oh, they I, I listen to it every now and again. I don't think that's an option. Yeah, right? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's like you know you you first listen in so i was like oh they sound real good and then all of a sudden next thing you know you know nine random korean girls name it's just like what happened <laughs> I, I, uh. it's so funny to me because my kids went through a, a small k-pop phase a very brief k-pop phase um enough for me to at least uh try and understand it and figure it out and the thing i couldn't get past was that it to me it was just like your rebranded r&b boy slash boy groups yeah of, of america your new kids and, on the block sync yeah. yeah your 98 uh. degrees like all of that granted they have much better you know bigger budgets in their videos or yeah. i mean in the choreography but yeah i was just like this is just like the same thing with a really fancy package well but then you have to remember they don't have they don't do boy bands in the US anymore. So it's just like I mean, I feel like getting into like bands in general is like every child like that's a stage in every child's life, right? Well, I, yeah, I think I think once you start looking at modern music, it's been around, but it bounces around and it's just it was the Beatles at one point in time. Yeah, exactly. You had you had and you had groups that were trying to be similar to the Beatles. And then you move into skip a couple decades, but you got new kids on the block. Yep. 
and, and then, you got your Backstreet Boys yep. and Sync, and now it's just like, all right, well, the model. I know, and don't moved. forget, before that, it was One Direction. Remember, and a lot of One Direction fan became BTS fans. It's yeah. really a pipeline, yeah. And so it that's just, why I say, it's moved from the U.S. to Asia, mm-hmm. and then circle back to the U.S. because of their fan base. But it's like, weird. well, yeah. I mean, again, you look yeah. at In Sync of the Backstreet Boys, and they were worldwide successes. The same mm-hmm. thing with the Beatles. Is nobody didn't know the Beatles, right? Beatles just yeah their last and final song. I did saw that. Yeah, yeah. was it AI or sort? It was it was AI in the sense of see AI has now become such a catch all term, you know that it's kind of. Yeah. So when they did the Get Back movie, which is on Disney Plus, and that was um, full explanation, I guess that movie. As always, how far how far back do I have to go for this to try and make sense to Winston? The last album of the Beatles was mm-hmm. Let It Be, and they they decided to film it, and it basically the way that the movie was edited, and then the Beatles broke up. It very much looked miserable, and so Let It Be, like this film came out, and everybody it was like you were watching the the demise of the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Their whole idea was to like start from scratch, and we're going to film and record a Beatles album being made. So that movie came out, the final, the final album came out and the movie came out and it just, it was, it was not, it was not great. It was kind of depressing and everybody's like, well, that sucks. That was, that's the end of the Beatles. So Peter Jackson of Lord of the Rings Rings fame. fame. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. He, uh, I don't know how he was brought in. To, he he had gotten hold of a lot of the footage. I guess a ton of footage was filmed at the time. And then, you know, a small part of it made it into the Let It Be movie. He started going through this footage and realized that, like, there's a lot of great stuff in here. Yeah, we've got some arguments the Beatles argue on, on, on a film about whatever, but we also have hours and hours of them actually creating and in the studio and having fun and making music and you know, you get this glimpse of the creative process of the Beatles is pretty amazing. So that that's this three part thing on Disney that is just, you know, amazing. That was slated to come out and then the pandemic hit. Well, during the pandemic, they couldn't really do anything. Right. So this movie mm-hmm. was sort of on hold. And I guess as it was in production, well, Peter Jackson's team and these super smart people were able to figure out how to use now what's called AI, mm-hmm. but these learning programs and computers to be able to isolate the tracks because a lot of this stuff was recorded all onto one track, right? You've mm-hmm. got computers, you got vocals. So through this, these programs that they figured out, they figured out how to tell the computer, okay, this is the bass track. And then the computer goes in and is able to pull out the bass track. So now you can separate these tracks that were all smushed into like one multi-track. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And so for this uh, last Beatles song, so back in, this is, this is we've gone from, from, from K-pop to a K-pop history to, to a Beatles <laughs> history lesson. Back in 1994, Yoko Ono, who is, do you know who Yoko Ono is? Yeah. yeah. That's what's his name? Wife. Yes. John Lennon's wife. Right. Okay. Just checking. Just seeing, just seeing that's, if you're, that's safe. the guy that, um, shotgun himself, right? No, he was killed by a crazed fan. Oh yeah. Someone shot him. You're thinking of Kurt Cobain. I, I was thinking of Kurt Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> I almost right. said Keith Urban again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, as far as I know, Keith Urban's still kicking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but any, any, anyway, to, to, to wrap this up is in, in 1994, they were coming out with this Beatles anthology kind of career retrospective disc. And Yoko Ono had found some demo tapes that John Lennon had worked on. Mm-hmm. And they gave them to the Beatles and the Beatles essentially finished two of the tracks on there. They t- they took the stuff that John Lennon and they kind of record- recorded stuff in the studio. Mm. It was like from the 70s. They put it on in the 90s. And apparently this last track, this now and then, the song that just came out, was one of those demo tapes, but it was so the vocals of John Lennon and the piano were so bled together, they couldn't really make it sound good back in 1994 because mm-hmm. it was just the you know they were just using the they clean up the tape and then they recorded that but so fast forward to now i guess they realize they have the technology that they can now separate this out so since george harrison died a, a, a while ago there's only two beatles left and so for whatever reason they yeah so they they went ahead and recorded they used uh john lennon's voice and piano from the tape they were able to separate that out and his individual tracks they used george harrison's guitar that he recorded in 1994 when they were working on this and then paul mccartney and ringo came in and recorded new tracks to it and put oh, it oh that's pretty cool that's why they that's why they're saying it's the final beatles song oh. even though technically it's like a john lennon song that he wrote but they and they played on but you know whatever yeah well with and, the power of ai it's never the last song 
Right. And that's and that's whatever I, I saw some snarky comments of like, yeah, yeah, you know, now you can just take all of this, feed it in the machine. You can be cranking out you a know, brand new song. Yeah. yeah. This year's Grammys, the nominations just came out and I believe they did have a clause in there that like there is no you cannot use AI music for this year's Grammys. Good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Whether or not that stays, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's definitely like a weird like area because it's like it's art. So you shouldn't really like have computers doing it. But it's just like, so what if I want to hear freaking Ariana Grande singing Vietnamese? Like what? You know, that's a real thing, by the way. Like they totally took Ariana Grande vocal tracks, feed it through an AI and then just pick whatever song you wanted to sing. And then it turned out a totally different song with Ariana Grande singing. Oh my singing. gosh. It's that's... so cool from a creative standpoint that's that's amazing right mm-hmm. where where does the artist stand on this though it's like you well, know they're not getting paid for it so they're right. definitely going to be upset about <laughs> yeah. it yeah yeah and you're pissing off both sides because you're, you're yeah. pissing off the person that you, you're, you're taking their voice from and you're also pissing off the person that wrote the actual music but it's it's weird it's really and, weird until the greed of big companies is squashed good luck yeah that's it that's it hey guess what Whoever made that AI thing and put the song out, they're the ones getting the money. Mm, exactly. Can they do that though? Or I guess I guess you got a lot. You know, you got to say, hey, that sounds or that sounds you like just, me. You put it out and get as much money as you can before it gets taken down. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's something that happened this year. Like it was this kid. He wrote some lyrics, made a beat, and then uses um, Travis Scott and drake's voice and made a song that went super viral and gathered a ton of like listen and i think after a certain point it got taken down but he was definitely already racking in some money off of that you're able to monetize that immediately that's i I mean he put it it was an original song you know it's like you put it on youtube and uh yeah. Get enough views have videos it was monetized. it was on spotify and apple music too brian because mm-hmm. it was it, it was under his own page like his, as an his artist. artist name oh wow yeah because his artist name was ghostface like because he's a ghost writer so it was just like you, you go on there and then he just have his one song and then he had like millions of listens it was crazy he made like seven bucks <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> but we talked before about the gray album yeah, yeah. Speaking of this and the Beatles, we talked about the Gray album, which is a mixture of the Black and the White album. Right. And Do you remember that, Winston? Did you go? We did. Listen to I it? didn't. I didn't listen to it, but I remember we talked about it. <laughs> but I've, this feels like the same thing, where it's just like, all right, well, we've taken something and I've created something new, but none of it's mine. Yeah. It's like I've done some. In that case, it sounds like Danger Mouse did the actual work to make that instead of letting an AI yeah. algorithm do it. But it was a new thing from somebody else's stuff. So I guess the argument then is how much creativity goes into there? Can you call it? Yeah. How much does how much does the computer create? Did you just put in all right. the ingredients and then, yeah, put in all the ingredients and then the computer is the one that bakes it up. I don't know. Yeah. It's not really creative, is it? <laughs> not really. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's where the gray area comes in. Because it's... Yeah. If it you, turns you got, out a banger, man, it's like, well, it, well you've yeah. got things like parody and things like that. Cause look at how successful Weird Al is. That is true. Yeah. Now but, he's <sighs> making new lyrics to it and actually performing mm-hmm. instead of just what? using a computer to create a track. Right. And, and he's getting people's permission first. That, that, that too. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, where does parody end and copyright infringement begin? <laughs> you remember during lockdown? The amount of people that were in their homes making musical parodies of everything, like there was a ton of like that seemed to be, I don't know if that was just my neck of the woods of what I saw in the spheres mm. during lockdown, but there were a lot of people making parody songs about all mm. sorts of stuff about just being locked down. And I didn't see that, but I did see like the weird little montage thing that a bunch of celebrity came together to do. They like just started singing for some reason. Have you guys seen that? Did they sing it? Was it Imagine? Were they singing Imagine? I think so. But I remember Gal Gadot was on yes. it. And just, yeah, it was, yeah, it was awful. It, Not new. We are the world. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But we are the world was actually in the studio with real music. This one was just them. Everybody was locked down. She, the, 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 new the, technology, was, man. You don't have to the, be in a studio together. The, the heart was good, guys. right? Her heart was her heart was in the right place. The execution was poor. I suppose so. But it's like and Winston didn't even realize he just tied that back to it because that's a John Lennon song. It was <laughs> mind control. <laughs> <laughs> John Lennon did not kill himself with a shotgun uh, in Seattle. So or, so why did why did the Craze fan kill him? Mark, Mark David, David Chapman, Chapman yeah. was a Beatles fan who 
was mad about Lenin's lifestyle and a comment that he made where Lenin stated that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. And apparently it's just like stuck in his craw and just set him off. That was taken largely out of context and he wasn't, he he had a good point. At that point, people were turning away from religion and, you know, the Beatles were like globally popular. So I think people, people took that to be the wrong way. Like, you know, that the Beatles are as big as Jesus, meaning they were, they held the same importance. I think he was just trying to say that they were that popular. Yeah, it's kind of that pissed some people off. That that made a lot of people mad. Like after after he said that, people were they were like having uh, record burning parties. Like they were burn throwing heaps and heaps of Beatle vinyl on a pot, which is funny because that stuff would be worth hundreds of dollars. Yeah, today. Oh my so God. much money nowadays. Well, that's what that's what's made everything that's pricey as it is because there's not as many of them. <laughs> you think <laughs> scarcity? Yeah. You think if I keep some BTS album now and then like maybe 40 years in the future, I can sell it for hundreds of thousands of dollars. I don't know about hundreds of thousands, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you whatever eBay is in the future, somebody, some, some, some old, you know, you hit the- BTS fans going to be like, I'll give you, I'll give you three bands for it. <laughs> yeah. Now, there was, there was the, the satanic panic of the, 80s. 70s and 80s yeah man that people caused were a lot of satanism this. was like everywhere they were re- there really? was a very big concern that that american children were going to turn into satanists <laughs> well <laughs> that's where you get things with it's like oh if you listen if you listen to the beatles album backwards there's yeah, messages on it yeah <laughs> and it's just like yeah and there was backwards records became a thing Led and Zeppelin, people were man. yep people burning books and oh you can't play D because that's you're you're summoning demons with that and it's just oh, like geez. that's what stranger oh, things is man. about that's entirely what that show is about that's funny yeah i'm watching well, that gonna... show yeah and i'm like this is they're, they're playing games and they're the monsters are coming okay that's not what i thought that show was about but i was not? gonna i was gonna say though like going to a private christian school from like middle school to high school that's still very prevalent in like that community. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. The satanic like, panic. Yeah. Like they didn't let us watch freaking Narnia because it was just like, oh, it's it's bad because that's a that's a real extreme because most Christian organizations go C.S. Lewis, big Christian dude. Yeah. Really? yeah. Narnia, like Narnia and Lord of the Rings are two things that are OK. Like you can't do Harry Potter because it has magic. But Lord of yeah. the Rings is OK. Don't worry. Yeah, about no, it. Like, and Narnia is fine. <laughs> Narnia, it's like I don't know what it was, but they they were real mad about it because I remember our teacher showed the movie, and we only you remember back in the day when there's like movie day, you would watch it oh, throughout yeah. the week. We got day one done, and immediately the very next day, she was like, "I can't show you guys this movie anymore." A parent complaint, and it was just like, "Yeah, well, that's different." Like, if a parent complained, that's different. But if you start reading Narnia, it doesn't take too much brain power. Oh, Aslan is just a Christ figure. And uh, it's that's true. super obvious. Yeah. So they were worried though the kids were going to turn like there was a serious concern that people were going to start worshiping Satan. Like that was the vibe yep. I got in the eighties. That's like, hilarious. Oh, yeah. All the talk shows you have devil worshippers and like yeah that's uh <laughs> you want a you want a good clip to go watch. There's this guy who's just it looks like public access TV and he's going through Pokemon and what? explaining how everything in Pokemon is just pure evil. That's so Yuri funny. He was like, oh, you go around and capture things, and that's just that's capturing souls for Satan. And it's just like the <laughs> the mental gymnastics this man is doing so to funny. try to explain is no. just wild. This is even funnier because I remember telling Brian about the freaking monster energy lady. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Yeah, that's very so funny. similar. Very similar. Oh, yeah. So so if I recall that clip, yes, it was lady from like what 2014. Yeah. Ending how the symbols on the monster energy drink, you know, corresponded with the number six 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 in six, Hebrew. Yeah. yeah. The, the beast, and and you're consuming these for Satan. And I was like, wow. And I yeah. really believe some of these people believe that. Like, where's yeah. where's the right ra- the rational mind? Come on. <laughs> oh, but, you know. it's hilarious. Hey, no, Mish, you may have a point though. People that consume the the monster energy drink tend to be punching holes in drywall. If the internet, their name is your name is always Kyle. <laughs> exactly, that's what the internet has taught me. <laughs> have, have you guys ever met a real Kyle? I feel like Kyle isn't a real person. Yeah, I know. Name. I know people named Kyle. How many Kyles I... do you know? And do they punch walls? <laughs> <laughs> the I first do... <laughs> Kyle that I think of that comes to mind. 
feels like somebody who would punch a hole in a wall. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, I do the the Kyle I know. It was a nice guy, but he was a drummer, so he uh, might be. You know, he might if he was angry, he might punch a hole in the wall. But I don't think so. He uses drumstick to put holes in the wall. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's it's funny how the internet has given. You've got your Karens, yeah. your Chads, yep, your Kyles, yep. What else do we have? Stan, uh, but not really. Stan's uh, Stan's a different. Stan's just yeah. Oh, uh, what's a male version of a of a Karen? There's a term for it. I forgot. Is it a Brad? Um, no, no, no. Wait, who's it? What's a Chad? Okay, my my. I've, Tony so can I've, probably explain. Chad's like think like Greg is the male version of Karen. By the way, okay. <laughs> I think like college athlete, like alpha male, like <clears throat> fraternity Joe. bros. Yeah, that's it. Fraternity, yeah, Fred yeah. Bros. A Chad, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Kyle is is a is a. Uh, what what are those shirts? Oh, the 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 stupid shirts. Ed Hardy. Ed right? Hardy's. Uh, you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. those type. Yeah, Ed Hardy. I used to like Ed Hardy's. They have cool designs. Yeah. Okay. I never. <laughs> I, I was like those. I the I never. Skull got and it. the roses were sick. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like I. Anytime I saw a dude wearing those shirts, it was always a guy who was looking like he was trying to dress a little bit younger than he should have. Absolutely. You know. That's but that's like, not. Yeah. A, but that's not yeah. a Kyle though, is it? Like a in my head, a Kyle is like he's like real trashy. He's like he's rocking Cookie Monster pajama pants and. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, he drinks. Yeah. He drinks uh, Monster Energy and drive a old pickup truck. That's... I feel like he's got a goatee and probably a uh, barbed wire tattoo yeah, around his bicep. For oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yes. We know. You, the, we know the type. You were alive in the '90s. He's, I see. He's, I see you're branded then. <laughs> he's he's a self-proclaimed alpha male. It's like a Kyle and a Chad is two different type of alpha male. It's like a Chad doesn't acknowledge he's an alpha male, but you know, but Kyle proclaimed that he's an alpha male. Does that make sense? Like, but Kyle's Kyle's actually a beta male. Yeah, exactly. We all know it. <laughs> and then, so so Greg is the opposite of a Karen. Karen yeah. is, I believe, you can say Karen. I think most people know that now. Like even you know, yeah. not just people on the internet. I think everybody knows the Karen. It's yeah. It's to the point where they get so offended if you call anybody a Karen. Like it's like it's it's so funny. I just feel like, bad for the people named Karen who aren't Karens. You I, know? I agree. I agree. It's like now you have a stigma on your name for no reason. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah, like what the hell, man? I'm not those Karens. So uh, Greg, I guess Greg didn't catch on. Right. Somebody also said a male version of a Karen could be a Darren, but I'm like, Darren doesn't really sound uh, like a shitty guy. Like Darren's Darren sounds a- like a guy who would wear a sh- uh, a sweater over his shoulders, tied in a knot around his <laughs> like that. Is he, that is a- or, or or he's a day trader. One of the two, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. he's a finance bro for that's sure. It. But then that's like that bleeds into the line of like a chat, though, right? It's like you're you're very you're on a very thin line. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. ruining people's names for no good reason. The internet just <laughs> decided it. these are the people, but it's I can ne- I can never name my kid Chad. Like that just sounds stupid. I can't wait to the day like that name dies out. Like I, I'm telling but Chadwick, you, Chadwick, Chadwick Bozeman, that was cool. Yeah, but he went by Chadwick. Yeah, and he yeah. was cool. So yeah, you know, he was. There. Yeah, he was Black Panther. He'd kick your ass if you yeah. didn't think it's exactly. Cool. Yeah, Chadworth. What if? What about that? It's <laughs> Chadworth a name. <laughs> Chadworth of the of the long line of Chadworths. Chadworth <laughs> <laughs> Xavier the Fourth. Yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. But speaking when of Quintavious we... Fam the Third. Oh Jesus. <laughs> when when not Fam when. Uh, All right, we're, we're talking. We're talking. Uh, we're talking guy stuff here. We wanted to bring up boyfriend air. Oh yeah, give us an explanation. <laughs> okay, so hold Boy, on. Me, so yeah, me... boyfriend air, like boyfriend A I R, like the air which surrounds your boyfriend. <laughs> okay, well, do you guys have any guesses as to what boyfriend air is in the first place? Because I think I asked you guys before, and I, I do know what idea. it is. Okay, yes. so so Brian, what do you think boyfriend air is? I believe I know what it is now, but my first guess would have been a cloud of axe body spray, very much like pig pen on the penis. <laughs> He's you comes rolling in in the in the axe body spray is like Winston. Do you know pig pen? Big big what? Oh, pig pen. Boy. Pig, pig pen. pen? No, I don't. I know big Ben. That's like the big clock <laughs> in England, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, very similar. Not at all. Um, are you familiar with peanuts? The peanuts characters? No. Snoopy. I know, I know Charlie and Snoopy, but yeah, that's it. Okay. I don't know that. I don't know that anyone's ever called him just Charlie. 
Charles Brown. Charlie Char- Brown. Charles Brown. <laughs> or in the rare exception that you're Peppermint Patty, you can go Chuck. But you're no Peppermint Patty. <laughs> that's that's so funny. I was, let me say this before you he go doesn't on. doesn't get any of these Ch- references. Let me, not at all. let me say this. That's what we, me and my friend called Chuck E. Cheese. Charles Entertainment Cheese is that's the, his name. Uh, yeah, that's his full name. It's is like the E really. I always call it Char- Charles E. Chez, but is <laughs> Charles e stands for Cheese? It stands Charles for Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, we had up by me. We had Showbiz Pizza, which I thought was way cooler than Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, Rock of Fire Explosion. Great. What? Rock uh, Rock of Fire Explosion, the animatronic band from Showbiz Pizza. They were called the Rock of. They were called the Rock of Fire Explosion. Oh my goodness, Brett. I didn't even have one in me. I had Chuck E. Cheese, but I know Rock of Fire Explosion. Is that like Freddy Fazbear? Yes. Freddy Fazbear? (laughs) So I I know Fats was the gorilla. He was the drummer. He had a gold lame jacket. And then you had the mouse. You had a wolf. Um, You had a bear. You had a mouse. And you had Freddy. Is that the name of the band? if If I didn't remember that, that's 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 a shame because I loved going to showbiz. I'm about to show you a concert poster for Rock of Fire Explosion. Wow, which it kind oh, of geez. reminds me. Okay, I yep. believe I believe it was on the front of the gorilla's keyboard. keyboard. Okay, and it was on a big giant flower behind them. Yeah, but... I guess I just I didn't store that long term. But there's Fats. They okay. uh, the, the 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 band from Showbiz Pizza kind of reminds me. It's got a, a country bear jamboree vibe going on. Oh, big time! <laughs> but okay, so I have the actual explanation to what. Um, boyfriend areas that oh that sorry just... yeah we got we i'm sorry I'm no 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 Chuck i'm e. Chuck e. Cheese. I, I needed you guys to do that i needed time to google and well, actually we, we, have we, a real... we, tony's actual question was we i made the reference about pig pen yeah pig what pen is pig was, pen? he was one of the peanuts he was charlie brown's friend uh-huh. and he always he was the dirty kid who <laughs> like as he as he rolled he was always dirty he never took uh, a bath and he had a cloud of this, funk following yeah cloud of dust and dirt that just surrounded uh, him yeah. And so, made you choke if he stood next to you. Yeah, that's the <laughs> which, alleged which, boyfriend's heir. That that's what I I would I would have thought would have been a good explanation of what boyfriend heir is. Okay, so according to the internet, uh, <laughs> it, boyfriend heir is referred to again originated from TikTok is a phenomenon where girls would head over to their partner's place and then looking fresh and beautiful and glowy and then leaving looking dull disheveled and greasy um boyfriend airs referred to <laughs> go on i'm, I'm gonna throw they, there's a perfectly logical reason oh no it is it's super <laughs> logical yeah uh this also said boyfriend's air referred to the elusive and unexplainable nature of boyfriend's place which make people come out looking and feeling a bit worse for wear it seemed to affect people <laughs> who have been at their partner's place for a while but sometimes even only matter of hours. It's a mm. lot of things that could happen in a matter of hours, guys. Yeah, behind just, closed doors. But, but TikTok is saying, the women of TikTok are saying that their boyfriends are gross and they... Well, no, because... But the women on TikTok or girls on TikTok said that a lot of time boyfriends air could happen by just being around their boyfriend. And it's not necessarily them having, having to have sex or anything. If they're just going out with their boyfriend and spending time with their boyfriend, they somehow end up looking worse for wear after hanging out with their boyfriend than before they hung out I with their boyfriend. I, yeah, I, I would say that's a beige flag. If I, <laughs> <laughs> Good callback, right? <laughs> if, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're dating a girl who's going on TikTok and talking about how she's worse for the wear after she leaves your house, that to me is a beige flag. That's a red flag, actually. But yeah. So what it's, is it? Because because the guys' houses are gross and not as clean? Not It's not for of, like filthy, you know. It's not for saves the, the house, though, Brian. It's, it's, it's a phenomenon where... Boyfriend air is something that affect these girls to make them look a lot worse than they did when they first started hanging out with their boyfriend <laughs> at the beginning of the day. Is it like the president? You know, when the president goes into office and then after he gets out, he's aged like you know three. Exactly, times the time. it's it's pretty much as that. Yeah, and that's that's what essentially is boyfriend's air. <laughs> I, it's it's weird though because i'm just like have you been accused of having boyfriend air anyone in your household my girlfriend of- accused me of boyfriend air yeah she yeah. she always told me she was like you know it's look like i looks good hanging out with like when you pick me up and then afterwards right before you drop me off i look like a freaking psycho <laughs> my fault uh what what can i do like let me just go ahead and turn off my freaking boyfriend air here but uh but apparently I, I showered before i picked you up i don't yeah, know right exactly. it just makes it sound dirty like guys are dirty and and, that's and what it sound like right they're surrounding yeah. funk it's all <laughs> aura it's our manly aura that's yeah. ruining it yeah it's baked up all melted freaking oh, lipstick sauce schmear <laughs> i don't want to schmear like schmear. a bagel 
Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. It's hilarious when we have these conversations because I, I always try and think, what would I have dealt? How would I have dealt with this when I was your age? Like all of these terms, all of yeah. these like nuanced things, all of these like weird things that come up that are only out there and, and well widely known because of the Internet. You know, yeah. these all feel like an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> we're they, everything they... most things that we talk about feel like an episode of Seinfeld we're yeah. just like Elaine's going I just I couldn't deal with them I we went on two dates and I look like a hot mess after five minutes and <laughs> we just had to break it off oh man did uh and the, yeah Jerry couldn't date the girl because he thought she or she she couldn't date him because she thought she saw him picking his nose <laughs> there's uh-huh. one where he stops and he's, he's he's itching the side of his nose and she looks over and it looks like he's digging in his nose Winston have you ever watched Seinfeld I watched one episode, which is <laughs> which is thoughts? which is good, right? Right. As, as long, long as it's not the finale, none. yeah, it's yeah. better than none. And as long as it's not the finale, it was. I watched one episode. Weirdly enough, the place where I watched it was at my private Christian high school, which is like it's only worse because we watch it in our Bible class with our Bible teacher at that. Yeah, was he was. One, I, I'm hoping it's not the one where uh, it's the master of your <clears> own domain. No, it was. <laughs> it's hard to say which episode it was but like i don't i don't remember but our our bible <laughs> teacher show about nothing yeah our bible teacher was a huge seinfeld fan and that's why he was like you know normally i'm supposed to do like a little like it's weird classes in like my private christian school is before you start class you're supposed to have a little devotion moment uh before you get going um but one of the day he was just like i'm just gonna show you guys 20 minutes uh of this freaking seinfeld episode and then we're just gonna talk about it and that's our devotion for today and, and then by like, 20 minutes of a seinfeld episode you mean a seinfeld episode. yeah 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 the whole thing yeah, yeah 21 exactly. minutes without commercials man yep. it's great and that was that was it like he just showed the episode talked about it a little bit and it was like all right class over see you guys later it was it was hilarious did um, you laugh at the show do you remember it being funny no, because the only thing that keep crossing my mind at the time was, what's the deal with lampshade? If it's a lamp, why does it need shades? That's all. I, that's it's it's terrible. That's all. I, I where did I, you hear t- that? It was where did you? That was a that was a fantastically bad Jerry Seinfeld impression. <laughs> but that's the beauty of it. Like that is so bad. We still, yeah, we, we still knew who it was. I mean, I know him because it's. Uh, I know that clip from. Um, tiktok so I, I found out about that clip a lot later like uh, i know i've heard the joke before i just didn't know it was him but i know jerry seinfeld from the let me the let amazing me guess, let me guess b movie movie b movie jeez oh man the the weird so the classic b movie barry benson yeah so when that movie came out Tony, when did that movie come out? Because my kids it watched it. You know, we, you know, as, as I've mentioned, I've seen like every animated film. I, that's I just want to point out. I just want to point out the woman in that movie left her tennis coaching boyfriend for a B. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's 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 odd. It's, it's a great movie. That's real <laughs> cinema. November 2nd, 2007. <laughs> 2007. Okay, so that movie came out then it had a recent ish resurgence like yeah. people freaking love b movie it's, that... a, it's a meme it became a meme is what it was it was every like time, every time they said b it sped up twice speed yep exactly it, it was like you could have trying to find the most weird way you could like fit in b movie or like uh, a free <laughs> or like the uh or, or somehow just get through the entire movie my favorite one was uh it's the star wars credit roll thing but it's every line from the b movie ever it's amazing (laughs) somebody put that on youtube i'm pretty sure it's on youtube but i saw it on tiktok which is which is really funny Um, there's got to be entire like marketing departments going how can we make something into a meme and i mean just the sheer exposure because that movie i mean it was the movie is entertaining, right? But it is not an all. I mean, I, I suppose I get struck but out by your generation if I don't call it an all time classic. Yeah, I know it's regarded as it that. is. It's real but... cinema. It's it's our it's our generation uh, Godfather for sure. <laughs> but it got hugely popular again. What a couple years ago? Yeah, five years ago. Yeah, I would say right bef- like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And you're and you're saying because it started showing up on a meme. Well, it became a meme. Uh-huh. And that's why it's so popular. It's it's the fact that cult classic movies don't exist as they used to. Yeah. yeah. You think of you think of classic cult classics as weird, dark, strange films that didn't do well to begin with and yeah. had and now have a huge following. That doesn't exist anymore. They just get turned into memes. And B movie <laughs> is just the yeah. new version of a cult classic. 
but it's a big joke instead of like, oh, people actually like this movie. No, no, no. A lot of people like it because it's just it's a joke. Yeah, I think the one before that was Shrek, right? Like Shrek was the big one before it. Yeah, because Shrek was from the Shrek is Love, Shrek is Life video, and that it became such a meme that everyone's what? like, Shrek is hilarious. The, the only difference is Sh- Shrek, Shrek is was... Love, Sh- Shrek is Life. Yeah, sure. What is that? <laughs> it's it's a it's it's a meme video of Shrek having gay sex. That's that's all it is. You don't see anything. He just kind of floats in, has sex with this guy, and floats out. And at the end, it shows up. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. And that's it. It's like a four minute like YouTube clip. <laughs> but the only difference is that Shrek was hugely popular. That is true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that movie was great when it came out. I mean, yeah. it was so funny. Um, I still say, I still say, like the the freaking cop scene, but it's instead of cops, it's knights from the second movie. My <laughs> favorite scene. The freaking Prince Charming is riding a white horse, and it's like we got a white Broncos heading down or whatever. And it's it's so good. OJ reference, man. Yeah. Did you and get then, the OJ reference? Yeah, or? I got. Yeah, no, I got okay. that. I, I figured that's what it was. But uh, also that was when 94 they when he did, he, yeah. when he made his little trip. So you yeah. weren't even on the earth yet. Exactly. I, I found out later on on what it was. And uh, but, but when they when they caught um, Puss in Boots and they found catnips on him, like, it was just in the little baggie. And I thought <laughs> I don't hilarious. know where that I don't know where that came from. It's not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so and then, and then so Ratatouille. Another one that is like beloved. But Ratatouille so, is, but it's not a meme though. I don't think it's ever no. been meme. Yeah. People just love it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Weren't they? There wasn't like the internet coming up with a play, like trying to write a Ratatouille play. I think it's a thing, right? I think it's happening. I don't know. I will, I only knows? hear these like, we may have to cut this out. This is not relevant to anything, but yeah, I'm just fascinated that, that like B movie had this second life for no apparent reason. But uh, the, I guess the apparent reason was it was a meme. Yeah, like I can't think and of Shrek was in a questionable video that suddenly <laughs> got everybody reinterested in him. Yeah, I don't I don't think of I can't find any other movie that would make like that gets on the same level as like B movie. Because there's cult classic for our generation, like Scott Pilgrim. Like that's that's a, technically a cult classic for Again, it did wildly popular when it came out. So did I it? don't know that I you don't can think call it, it did. I no. think it did. It's, it, it, it is a huge. It's it's filled with a list celebrities. I right, think it's got a. I think it's got a cult following now. Ah, uh, that's right. But I it was it was huge when it came out. Mm, okay. Whereas things like even Pulp Fiction, like I think Pulp Fiction did relatively well at the box office, things like that. But mm. I don't think it was until much later that it became as wildly popular and beloved as it is now. That's true. Yeah, I could be completely wrong about that. But. I don't know. It was, I was going to say it was pretty popular. I, I saw it in the theater a couple of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, how did but, you how did you feel after watching Tarantino uh, Pulp Fiction for the first time, though, Brian? Did you watch it five times to, to understand the plot line or like? No. So I had a roommate who was like a movie buff. Ah. So we watched a lot of movies and Reservoir Dogs came out before Pulp Fiction. So right. like so I definitely was into Tarantino. And mm. so, no. Yeah. I mean, I I totally love that movie. I thought it was I thought it was so great. And so, so good. You yeah. know, watch it again to watch how, you know, all the scenes tied tied together and how it's told out of order. That, yeah. that was that was fascinating. That was so new at the time, you know, for a movie to do that. So, right. Yeah, I was I was a big a big ish movie fan back then. Like I, re- I remember my roommate came home. He got a bootleg copy of clerks. I don't know if you guys have seen clerks. clerks. The clerks was like, okay, so you know, what's his name? Who's the guy in the trench coat? Kevin Smith. You know, Kevin Smith. Yes. Yes. I okay. Do. So Kevin Smith, that was his first movie. Was that the one that he made or no? Yes. Black yeah. and white, like takes mm. place pretty much that, you know, the whole thing is, it takes place pretty much inside a, a, of a convenience store. It's like, him and another guy, right? Well, he's Jay and Silent Bob. Yes, he's Silent uh, Bob and Jay. They stand outside of the 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 convenience store, and they're just kind of fixtures there. He doesn't say anything. He just stands there in his trench coat. Yeah, odds. And then Jay says all the hilarious lines. But that that movie that movie is hysterical. Right. I think the only thing I knew about that movie was that I think I learned it in school and how he like basically he opened a ton of credit cards and just max them all out to make that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, the movie was made with like super cheap, but yeah, he financed it and then uh, yeah, that ended up kind of launching him to 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 where he is because then after that was um uh chasing amy i think maybe if we're going down the kevin smith discography <laughs> I don't starring know. starring ben affleck 
He's he's in that movie. I know there was Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. He, he oh, that was came much back later. To, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that was much later because everybody loved those characters. But that's anyway. We we've yeah. we've got that. We that veer one, off to, to, to Kevin Smith and yeah, be a cult classic though. Like that's that's uh, yes. But that up is that that would be a cult classic. Not everybody's gotcha. seen it, but people that you know that definitely had a cult following and and got pretty big. We're going to get to. Um, what I said at one point in time was going to be a more reoccurring segment. We're going back to questions from Tony's dad. Yes. Yeah. Questions from Tony's dad. I've got a list of stuff. Now these are a bit different than what we had last time. He hasn't provided his own answers, unfortunately. Oh, no. oh man! I, I like, um, like. Let me ask you the question. Let me tell you the correct answer. That was. <laughs> we awesome. might get some more of those in the future. I can. I can prompt right, you for we, that. We These are actual questions, questions with okay, yeah, fantastic. like jumping off points. I'm just gonna do one because we're coming up on time. Right. But it's kind of do? topical. This episode comes out if you're listening to it on the day it drops. You're listening to it on Black Friday, 2023. Oh, yeah. So Thanksgiving has just passed. So this is what he wants to know here, which is how early is too early for the Christmas transition in stores? So I've got Winston's cracking up. I've got a little uh, insight on that. Why why is that so funny, Winston? (laughs) Freeze up. (laughs) (laughs) It turns his camera to reveal his fully decorated. Uh, A tree is up already. It's it's never too early. (laughs) Yeah. So... I, I I used to work at a place that provided music, and so seasonal music was uh, part of part of what I dealt with every year. And for the longest time, it was Black Friday. We did not even look, you know, we they didn't thought Mariah Carey until Black Friday. Mm. That was it, you know. So like Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, boom, the day after Thanksgiving, all Christmas, all the time. Then as the years, like within the last several years, it started inching closer to be like, okay, we want to have it, you know, the week of Thanksgiving. And then it was like, ah, oh, we'll move it up. Let's let's start playing it November first. Christmas and- creep. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've watched it creep closer and closer. I would probably say, me personally, I mean, I, I even said the other the other day, I, I will be putting up the Christmas lights this weekend. As like, will I. Yeah. Trees coming out. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. it's dark and it's just, it's nice yep. to come home to like that glow, you know. The, I agree. Yeah. The, the, the warming glow of Christmas lights, which, you know, so Winston's I, enjoying. So let me narrow this down a bit. Do we feel that after Thanksgiving... November 1st, or do we just want to call it Daylight Saving? It's like, all right. I say Daylight, daylight saving. saving. Well, no. Is Daylight Saving before Halloween or no? We just had it the beginning of November. I think yeah, November not quite 5th. the beginning of November, but. Wasn't it like November 5th? This is the one where we get the extra sleep, so you don't hear as many people yeah. you know, griping about it. But of course, when we swap back, there's going to be, you know, <laughs> a sidebar. They actually had legislation written. And it got stuck in the house, like to God change it. it to all one time, and it died because they couldn't de- they couldn't figure out which one to change it to, right? Yeah, yeah. Lobbyists stupid. on both sides were screaming, so they're like, "Hey, we're the government; we don't have to do anything. We'll just leave it." <laughs> well, that's the question. There is: Do we, if we say we're done doing it, do we go to all daylight saving time, or do we go to all standard time? I don't know. I'd have to do. I'd have to do some thought on that. I don't right. care, honestly. Just switch, just to stay. Yeah, because <laughs> here's True. the thing: once once it's like standardized, you don't see a difference anymore. Right. Well, it's you like, do as the light, days get right? longer and shorter. Yeah. Uh that's true. Yeah, I so mean, you I guess. do technically. Let me flip this question around. We've said how early is too early? How long do you keep your Christmas stuff up? For? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this: last year, I had my tree up until like May. Jeez, oh, my oh man, that's that's hey, too long. Just, I'm gonna say know, that's, 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 it was it was like it was just me and my friends. We would just come home, looked at the tree, and we're just like, Yeah, I don't really feel like putting that up. So we just didn't put it up at all. It's hilarious. Oh man. Personally, now I feel mid-November. I used to be very like day after Thanksgiving all in, you know, straight on, but now I've I've sort of the, the creep has affected me a little bit of like, yeah, let's let's put some lights up now. Mid mid November. That when way you take them off but, though. But that's a question. Once it's up. When does it come down? So you have the 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 Bible's twelve days of Christmas, which doesn't end until January something. I'm yeah, you know. So if if you're going with you know the twelve days of Christmas, actually you keep it up through January. Now, personally, I used to be like New Year's, you know, New Year's Day, everything comes down, New Year, kind of start and clean. But I I think we've left it up now for you know before the twelve days of Christmas into January because once you take it down, man, it's just bleak. Yeah, you know? yeah there's nothing yeah. going on for it's a good real stretch. Whack. Yep. No, my, go family, my family, my family used ahead. to say 
Orthodox Christmas. You okay, can leave it up is... to all Christmas. So this coming year is January 7th. So close to your 12 days. Uh-huh. Okay. But one what I, one thing I, I, I am hard and fast on is knock that stuff off in no, October. We don't need to see anything Christmas in October. Let October <laughs> be October for crying out loud. It's Halloween. Yeah. I'll accept I'll accept the creep. I'll even take it the first of November if I have to for your Christmas commercials, but knock that stuff off in October. It's Halloween but, time. You're not supposed to bleed into Halloween time, I feel like. Yeah. Because I'm like, but I they feel do. like Thanksgiving is a weird holiday because like I'm like, I don't give a give a shit about it it is a purely american holiday that's what i agree yeah that's probably it well canada has their own thanksgiving which is on a different day oh really canadian thanksgiving is what do they have to be thankful for (laughs) (laughs) i i would guess some canadians would go not being america but yes a lot of canadians might do that i i hate talking to canadians about stuff like that because all they ever do is oh free healthcare. i'm like you know i want it (laughs) you know what you can get free here podcast keep (laughs) listening we're wrapping up segway master yeah (laughs) hey if you're listening after this drops and you're living in the u.s happy thanksgiving Happy Black Friday. Happy Cyber Monday. How many yes. stupid sale days they got now? Black Friday, all November. <laughs> yeah, well, that, listen, want to talk creep. Black Black Friday sales are starting like Wednesdays now. Man, yeah, you that, you, you want to talk Black Friday sales? It's not as good as it used to be. People used to die for that thing. There's no, <laughs> nobody's dying anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, uh, the, the good old days when people were trampled to death for a tickle exactly. the elbow. Bring it back. <laughs> that word has lost all meaning, though. Black Friday no longer means anything. I know. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you like listening to us, tell somebody else. Rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to. We got a lot of good feedback from the video episode, people commenting on YouTube. We put every episode out on YouTube. It's usually just audio, though. Feel free to leave comments there. We made a good joke about my friend Doug last time. Douglas. uh, Douglas, he's got some great insight from Germany on both (laughs) Halloween and breakfast cereals. Go check out his comments over on YouTube. Doug, keep it up. We appreciate it. Send us an email. Our email is podcast xyzxwhyz at gmail.com. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. And as always, check us out at our home on the web, podcastxyz.podbean.com. We've got pictures of us up on the website on our About Us page. We've got a new picture on the homepage itself. And with that, happy beginning of the holiday season. And we will see everybody in two weeks. See ya, everybody!